protection over each one of you. We also welcome, apart from Friends of Daniel Kingdom Church family, we welcome the wider body of Christ, every child of God, every man of God, my colleagues and friends, and even those outside of the church. We welcome you all. We are busy on a Tuesday evening speaking to you about biblical pictures of the kind of church God wants. Amen? Amen. Biblical pictures of the kind of church God wants. Hallelujah. So, tonight will be part two. I've pointed out to you already uh, about seven plus one pictures in the Bible. Uh, and uh, the last one, the eighth one, was a kingdom church to the glory of God. Amen. In other words, the church should usher in the heavenly side of the kingdom of God before the rapture takes place. Hallelujah. Amen. In other words, believers should become kings. Amen. There are three main offices. Tonight, let me say first, the, tonight I want to show you four negative pictures that we find in the Bible and then end with one positive. Amen. Three of them, of the four you will find in the book of John, Gospel of John, and one in Luke chapter 13. We will start with Luke chapter 13. But before I get there, let me say to you, the three top uh, callings of a believer uh, are priesthood, prophetic anointing, and to become kings. Those three are primary. And every man of God, everyone who in the fivefold ministry should produce for God believers in their priesthood. Amen. And then you progress from priesthood, which is the low level, to a prophetic people, that you become prophetic. And then you move to the top, the highest level of being kings. Amen. Amen. Don't believe the teaching that business people in the church, the people with money, they are the kings. That is a false teaching and it's, there's no scripture for that, because sometimes most people that has got a lot of money and are kings, there are only a few of them who are really pursuing spiritual purposes and are even giving money for the work of God. Hallelujah. But they are, but they are few. Okay, so they can never govern the church and be kings in the church. It's a kind of teaching that many years came into the church there by Rima in, in, in Santon, where somebody preached something like that, and people just took it as the truth, but it's not the truth, okay? It's, there's no scripture for that. Kingship in the Old Testament is actually types of apostles, amen? It's actually type of apostles, but let me highlight again, it's the priesthood of a believer that's very important, Amen. And then prophetic anointing and then kings. So there are few in the fivefold ministry that are producing for God that kind of believers. Okay. Because priesthood is to do with your intimacy with God. Mm -hmm. 
that you have laid down your life on the altar for God and God is supreme in your life. Amen. The closeness, the nearness of God is then vital to such a believer. That speaks of spending time with God alone in prayer, fasting, and also in the word of God. Amen. That's the level of priesthood. And that you can see in the three compartments that consisted in Moses' tabernacle. Therefore, in our church, we greet our people. We greet all the members. This is the way we greet. We greet all the disciples, which is a higher level than members. And then we greet the soldiers. It's the same like priesthood, prophetic, and then royalty, kings. Why do I have those three? It's right through the Old Testament. Those were the only three offices or callings that were anointed with the holy oil of God. Amen. And God, Christ, the word Christ means the anointed, the Messiah. And Christ Jesus wants to release the anointing, the oil that's upon him over those who are priests, prophets, I I don't want to mention prophets because prophets need to bring about a prophetic people. You'll find Acts chapter 2 where the outpouring of the Holy Spirit took place. And we are uh, uh, waiting for a greater outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But you will see there the emphasis were twofold in Acts chapter 2. It was the prophetic and young people leading the move of God. How do you know there are a move of God or is a move of God in a church when young people are in love with the Lord Jesus? Not in love with, with uh, events and with music and with the bride or movies or, 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 or youth clubs and things like that, but in love with the Lord Jesus because Acts chapter 2 says, he, pours, he will pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. We're waiting still for the all flesh to get the anointing. It's just in the church, but the last move of God will bring about the kings and it will be the outpouring of the Holy Spirit over all flesh. That means Hindu flesh, uh, Buddha, uh, all kinds of races, all nations, will feel the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But don't let me divert to that. I just want to point out, then the Bible says, your young people shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And I will pour out my Spirit upon your, your young people, and they will prophesy. Amen? Amen. They, you will see the prophetic is highlighted there in that portion of Scripture. Even upon my bond maidens and upon my bond servants, I will pour out my Spirit and they will prophesy. But to get into the prophetic anointing, it won't happen unless you priest. 
You must first be a priest where you seek the face of God or a church that seek the face of God that are functioning properly in the priesthood of a believer. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm laboring this point because it's, it's uh, the, the church's state today is that the fivefold ministers are not producing such kind of believers. Do you hear me? It's very rare. And when I speak this evening about judgment in the house of God, I'm generalizing uh, because there are exceptions. There are certain places, even uh, one or two places that I know that there's really a move of God on its way. But otherwise, people are just having a nice time, entertainment, amusement in the church. It's just about themselves, and it's a very low type of Christianity. Now, you need to know, I'm speaking to you, not judgmental, but I'm speaking to you as a prophet, as a man of God that has been around internationally, following what's happening even internationally. My concern is South Africa and also Cape Town, but also the wider body of Christ. I'm speaking with a heart that is grieved and mourn and groan and pray and weep and seek the face of God. What way is the way out of this dilemma, pathetic, poor state of the church? I've been at meetings even with this coronavirus shaking the world, but God has brought this shaking mainly uh, to the church, to wake up the church. God's concern is His church, but even after over 70 days of lockdown, I come together with many other uh, like uh, 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 ministers, and I feel, oh my God, with what are we concerned? We're mainly concerned about the world and the things of the world and the government and, and even uh, which is important, giving food to the poor and all of that. But the apostles in Acts chapter 6, they said, let us appoint seven men over this to take care of the widows and feeding the poor. But they said we cannot be sidetracked with that. We will give ourselves to pray. First to pray. Not even preaching. Because preaching that does not get birth out of prayer. It's not really good quality word from God. Amen. So it's important to realize Preaching must be from the throne of God. My wife just want to show you our church account, please. Amen. Praise God. I cannot see that. Okay, fine. Praise the Lord. So let's move forward. Amen. So it's important that you know that, that the, the church is not at the place where it should be. Okay. God wants the fivefold ministers to produce priests, prophets, and kings. It's like the tabernacle of Moses. Praise the Lord. Like the tabernacle of Moses. 
amen, where there were three compartments and priests, and these are the three entrances to these offices. One, you have to come through the gate of Moses' tabernacle. After the gate, you go through the door. And after you through the door, you enter through the veil. Amen. That's the three levels. Many of God's children are just through the gate. But they, after coming through the gate, they are not even developing into priests. Amen. It's only after you develop fully as a priest that you move out of the gate through the door. Amen. And through the door you're in the holy place. Praise God. After spending time in the holy place where the gifts of the Spirit come, where the outpouring of the Holy Spirit come, where tongues come, where you flow in the anointing, where the mantles come, it's after that that you move through the veil. Praise God. And it's through the veil that kings are on the other side of the veil where they rule and govern, exercise dominion in the name of our Lord Jesus. Do you have those three levels? Amen. Very important because I want to show you that right through scripture, this is what God is after. You must always ask yourself, what will bring God to rest? What will what is God waiting for? Amen. In Genesis chapter 2, those two chapters will tell you before sin and Satan, the snake came into the world. What brought God to rest? It's after the sixth day that he made Adam and he gave him a bride. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that the, after the sixth day, the seventh day was God's rest. Praise God. What brought him to rest? A man and a woman. That man is the last Adam Christ Jesus with the bride on his side, being in full control and government. Hallelujah. Before sin came into the world, before the snake and the devil entered into the scene. Amen. So what will bring God to rest? What is God waiting for? He's waiting for priests, prophetic people, and for a royal army. Hallelujah. Kingly people to the glory of God. You find in Exodus 19, God said to Israel, this is my original plan. I want kings and I want priests. They have failed. The Lord had to raise up a Levitical system. But originally wanted the whole of Israel to be priests. Even when they came to Moses and said two of the 70 didn't pitch and come forward Moses. And they are prophesying in the camp. So Moses said, I wish to God. All of God's people are prophets. Hallelujah. Because that's God's desire. Amen. And then God started the church. And First Peter chapter, chapter 2 would say, God wants a holy priesthood. God wants a royal priesthood to proclaim the excellencies of Christ Jesus. The proclaiming is the king's. The holy priesthood is the priest. 
The royal priesthood is the royalty, the kingly. And Peter in Second First Peter chapter two, he speaks of a spiritual house that God wants. Now read with me in Revelation chapter one. Verse 5, you'll see, I want to show you right through the Bible, this is God's desire. Amen. Uh, Revelation chapter 1, verse 6. And He made us to be a kingdom of priests, to His God and Father, and to Him be the glory, dominion, forever and ever. Amen. So here the Bible says, In verse 5, the Bible says, Jesus is the ruler of the kings of the earth. He loved us and released us from our sins by his blood to raise up for God a kingdom of priests. Hallelujah. In other words, priest, kingship that have dominion. The word kingdom must be uh, broken up with the word kings that has dominion. Dominion. This you will find in Revelations 5 also. That the Lord there states. He wants priests. And he wants kings. That's very important. For anyone who wants to work for God. To understand that. Otherwise you miss the mark. Otherwise you are not producing. The caliber of Christian. That God is after. Hallelujah. So now I want to show you the state of the church. But before that, first turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. Hallelujah. 1 Peter 4, oh sorry, first, yes, 4 verse 17. Let's read this together. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm looking for it. First Peter 4 verse 17. For it is time for judgment to begin with the household of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the outcome of those who do not obey the gospel of God? Let me say to you, a true church who cooperate with the Holy Spirit preach these three things very often because the Holy Spirit come to convict the world and the church of sin, righteousness and judgment. You miss the mark if you don't often in your preaching turn to these three facts. In other words, you preach so that the Holy Spirit can cooperate with your preaching. Because the Holy Spirit come to convict of sin. And after you brought holiness in the house of the Lord. You bring people to love righteousness. Number two. And number three. You preach so that people can live for eternal values at the judgment seat of Christ. You should hear in your church about these three things often. This is a true church where you speak about sin, not false mistakes and, and, and weaknesses, but about sin. Amen. 
Amen. And then righteousness. And then judgment. Praise God. I want to raise up a people that lives for eternal values. That lives not for temporal things. Praise God. This shaking that took place and are taking place in the world through coronavirus, the COVID-19, is to shake up the world, but mainly the church. Amen. Mainly the God's business is His church. He's more concerned about His church. Therefore, in Revelations, you'll find out be, Revelations is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Who is the Lord? And in Revelation is revealed as the judge. The judge, firstly, in Revelations 2 and 3, the judge of his church. Then you will get the judge of the false church. He's the judge of the world. He's the judge of Babylon. He's the judge of Satan. But Christ is revealed as the judge. Amen. You must often hear about my life is governed. Not by what other people think. Not other people. I don't want to impress anybody. If I don't impress my Lord. My Savior. Jesus is my boss. Jesus is my Lord. I fear Him above every other person. Or what other men and women of God thinks. Because I need to give an account before Him one day. And I preach. And I teach for the values that will stand the test of fire. The fire of God's examination. Jesus in Revelation 1 is revealed to those who want to touch His church. He is revealed as His face shines in full like the sun in its brightness. His eyes is like flames of fire. His his, his feet is like bronze burn in a furnace. He's got a belt of righteousness around him. My brother, my sister, this is the Lord of the church. This is the person before whom we all going to give account what we have done in his house. What we have done in his church. And many will weep because their works will be wood, hay, and straw. Not silver, gold, and precious stones. Wood, hay, and straw you can accumulate in masses, mega, big, and large very quickly. Just drop the standard of sin, righteousness, and judgment. People will say, I don't like this kind of preaching. I want to be pampered. I want to, man, you can do so. But will it stay, stand the test of the fire of God? Hey, it is, that material is light in weight. That material is temporary. That material you can accumulate in, in, a, in, 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 bun, in a huge uh, amount that material won't stand the, the 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 quality of that won't stand the test of fire. That material is cheap. Amen. 
it is fasting, it's prayer, it's seeking the face of God, is men and women, Acts chapter 6, first they say, let others give their attention to all the other facts, but we will give ourselves to prayer and the ministering, not preaching out of internet, preaching out of books, a man, a God made man to the Lord. They are few in the name of Jesus. And you need to listen. I'm speaking to you as a prophet, as a man of God. The mantle of Elijah is upon my life that is as it is upon many hundreds of prophets around the world. But Elijah's is a lonely road. It's a road where others don't want to walk because it's better to be in the favor and the good books of men. Men, but man, God, God is not to be taken lightly. The fear of the Lord after Ananias and Sapphira dropped dead came into the church. The fear of the Lord shook David when somebody touched the ark of God. Him with good intentions wanted to bring the glory back into Israel. But he wanted to bring it back the way the Philistines, the world want to bring the glory back. Man, God caused a man to drop dead. We cannot bring strange fire into the house of God. Like Leviticus chapter 10 says, The fire must come from the bronze altar where the priests light the fire. Hallelujah! It's priesthood first, then prophetic, then kingly to the glory of God. Here we have just read, Judgment begins from the house of God. And Afrikaans a man's fee is for your ear dear. We're sweeping with the broom. God himself, he cleans first in front of his own door. He is not, it's not the world, it's not his problem. If the church come right, Though it will impact the world when the church is in its rightful place, where the apostle James says, Submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. If you want to be privileged to see the devil running away from the church, and you want to see the back of the devil, the church and the believers have to submit themselves to God and then the world will come to Christ in their masses even in 2nd Corinthians chapter 10 when the apostles speak about our warfare is not carnal but our weapons are mighty through God then he goes further he says strongholds raise up against against what against the knowledge of God we need to preach revelation knowledge not theory that builds up big heads and strong heads and swollen egos no you can get that out of books many are using even revelation 
that is written in many books, but with big egos, but revelation will humble you. Tell me what is a man of God. It's shown through his humility. Because the closer you get to God, the more you think of your sinfulness, the more you think of your defects, the more you think how far you are from God. Listen, I've got a Bible school that I'm teaching the word of God for over 12 years. I tell you, one of my main slogan is, the more I know about God, the more I realize how little I know. How little. It's those who are far away, who are so strong in themselves, that just long to preach, that just want to say, can be I be invited? And grace pulpits, man, if I have to preach tonight, I will seek the face of God. But others have all their notes and all their sermons. They can be even for sightseeing for the day and move around because their sermons... It does not need to wait on God at all. My God, Paul, this is a messenger of God. He says, my theme is, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it's Christ Jesus and Him crucified. You know what does that mean? I preach that people must lay down their lives on the cross to follow the Lord Jesus. And it's in that cross in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 that Paul says is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Without that, the church will never reach the power of God nor the wisdom. The wisdom of God is not the education of this world. That wisdom of this world will only kick in when a man fears the Lord. Because those were degrees. The church is dying by degrees. But we are not despising education. My sons and I have many uh, spiritual sons and daughters in our church and even across South Africa. But they must fear the Lord because the fear of the Lord is the beginning where your degrees kick in to the glory of God. Moses and Moses and Paul were educated in the world. But Paul says, this is the message, the cross. But Paul says, the messenger preach with fear and trembling. And the way he preached. That's his state. But the way he preached, not with the cleverness of man's wisdom. He don't preach with, uh, with, with uh, 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 words that are of such a kind that people want. Derek Prince, my spiritual father, was professor at Cambridge University, studied Latin, studied Plato, studied of the highest caliber uh, 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 trained men. But man, he says, at university, if you use words that's difficult to understand, the students flock because they said, this man is very wise. But when he got saved, God said, Preach in simplicity with the words that the Holy Spirit give you. It is written in the Bible. The word, the computer language, the apostolic uh, bishop, they call it, it's, it's a, a word salad. 
word salad. Go and look on Google and check it up. It means you speak in such a way that it's not even proper English. Mercy. May God help us. But judgment begins at the house of God. Amen. Judgment begins there because the church is God's primary concern. Amen. The church. Amen. And that you will find here in Revelation chapter 1. Because before he start to speak about seals, trumpets and plagues and all of that. The first three chapters God address the church. And from next week onward, if God allows, I want to teach to you about the seven churches in Revelations. Hallelujah. And the things that were wrong in that church. And it's, uh, the, it, the letter is addressed to the angel of the church, to the leaders of the church. But God knows the leaders won't even bring, me, in many cases, the people up to his standard. Therefore, he says, you, each letter ends with, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Also, he says, and those who overcome. There's no promises to anybody who did not overcome. If you didn't overcome to be a priest, and to be prophetic. And to be a kingly person. Listen. It is crowded at the bottom. And there's few going up in God. In the blessing of God. People live just for the bless me club. Do you hear me? The, 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 the bottom rank is the bless me club. The second stage. The prophetic is those who want to be built. I'm using the word B. And the upper class, the soldiers, is ready for battle. Do you see the blessings, building, and battling? Do you feel the war? Do you feel the battle? I feel it all through my Christian life. Because even in denominations where I come from, I never felt at ease. I never felt this is the standard and this is fine. One day my, my lecturer on Bible, on Bible school, my principal, he was the moderator. He says, Edgar, one day you will become like me. You are so excited and so zealous. He says, young man, you will become like me, very at ease. And after I've been out of Bible school, qualified and all of that, left the denominational system, I met him about over six, seven years after that, and I didn't know he was in a large meeting where many pastors of the Western Cape, because there was problems in the Western Cape, I also stood up and said, Two or three things. And then I got up again. Afterwards he came to me. When we had some tea. He says Edgar. You are even worse. Than what I've seen. At Bible school. I tell you. Listen. This is the zeal for God's house. And those words. My wife put on my. The invitation when I turned 50. 
When I'm 64 today. Amen. When I turned 50, I didn't tell her what to put. But the invitation was Edgar Michaels is zeal for God's house. Consume him. Hallelujah. Zeal for God's. And when did they say that of Jesus? After he was cleaning the temple. He turned over the tables. He turned over the chairs. That would be my sixth picture. Please go and read it. Matthew 21. Please read it at home. That's the sixth picture. I must run and just point out for you. For your own study. And please excuse me. When I come to these pictures. That I cannot go and read uh, it all to you. But trust me. After studying for all these years, going uh, through it even today, I will give you in a nutshell those four pictures and the fifth one. But here, Matthew 21 is the sixth one. Amen. And in Matthew 21, he says, Jesus came in. And this was the last straw for Israel. And this is the state of the church. Where Jesus in Matthew 21 says, I will take away the kingdom from you, Israel, because you cannot bear the fruit of the kingdom. Not the, not the, 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 the gospel of grace. The gospel of grace is your blessings. That's the blessing states. The church cannot even in the blessing states produce for God priest. It's, it just a better car, better house, more money, more suits, healing. Are you sick? Do you have a headache? The Lord can solve your marriage problem. The Lord can do this and that for you. The bless me club. When will we have men of God that brings God's people to the prophetic level where visions, dreams, and even higher because that can take place, even dreams and visions because there's false signs and wonders too. But I speak of anointing with mantles of men of God being evident in the lives of people. Hallelujah. That's the building states. Where you don't pray and ask the Lord like the, 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 the prodigal son. Bless me. I want my blessings. Therefore you have so many prodigal children of God. Prodigal mean waste. The, 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 the old uh, English word prodigal. It means wasting God's time. Wasting your life. Wasting your time with, with eating Mari biscuits and cream crackers. And candy floss in the house of God. And sweets and pudding and all of that. People don't have time for this kind of teaching. People want hurrah and up and down. And, and shouting and noise and, and but not teaching you. That's the babyhood of having a rattle, a dummy, and shouting and going on. But man, we want building. Man, building. When the prodigal son came back, he didn't pray again, give me what I need, my inheritance. He says, build me, make me. Make me one. Of your hirelings. Wow. And many prodigal sons. That's out even left the church. Even are not never. They are not even committing to a church. Because of being disappointed. By ministers. 
and the church of God. There are many of God's children sitting at home. Others that visit for months church and don't want to commit them. I'll show you now why. Why? Because the church has disappointed them. But I'm pointing out Matthew 21. When he came into the temple, he says, My father's house should be not a house of preaching, first place, not a house of worship. Praise and worship has taken, is an idol in the church. It is even longer than the preaching. It's even longer than a time of prayer. People don't have time for the Lord's Supper, but praise and worship can go on for hours. Even the offering, taking up the offering is an idol because people will spend 40 minutes, 30 minutes for the offering, but the preaching and the prayer time, no, there's no time for that, but for the offering years and for praise and worship years, the house of God, judgment, even through the shaking, has come to the house of God, but few listen. Because of the blindness. The last church, Laodicea, the Bible says they walk around naked and blind. But they say of themselves, we have enough money, we're rich, we're wealthy. You don't need to pray the Lord's Prayer. The church give us our daily bread. The church has bread for years. For years. Hey, and only two of those seven churches, the Lord Gave his approval. And the one Smyrna. Were poor. And the other one Philadelphia. The Lord says you have little power. You know what is the little power. When it comes to the numbers. You have little power. When it comes to the numbers. You have little power. But what you have. Those numbers. The few. Are silver. Gold. And precious stones. Priests. Prophets and kings. If you want to build, you must build. This is the apostolic, the new type of apostolic word. Correct. Amen. You need to build according to the architect, Jesus Christ, my Lord. Hallelujah. Imagine you walk around naked and you don't know it. The church, I've been in meetings where many ministers are. The blindness, the nakedness. And the pride in the nakedness. My God, have mercy on us. Please, before I forget, read uh, 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 Ezekiel chapter 9, chapter 8, and then chapter 9. The Lord said to Ezekiel, I will show you what's going on in my house. Even creeping things. Seventy elders that bring up sacrifices. Women that are busy with other things. Men. You will be shocked. In Ezekiel chapter 9, he says, Judgment has come. But before the judgment strike, he said to Ezekiel, I have a man here. He will mark those on the forehead. You know who were they? Those who mourn and groan and weep about the state of my house. Mark them. And you know what the man had? An ink horn. In other words, a horn with ink in it to mark. It was not a flask. It was a horn. Because Saul was anointed out of a flask. 
but David at a horn. A horn means blood flu to bring this these kind of believers about. Hallelujah. Amen. Death took place in themselves. Mark them. Mark them. And where on their foreheads, it means they are bold for the Lord. It means they fearless. It means they are hard. They forehead, a heart. They're not scared. Hallelujah. They stand for the Lord. And they forehead. It means they reasoning. The way they think. And in the foreheads are their eyes. They see things differently to the glory of God. Mark them because the judgment won't fall on them. Judgment starts at the house of God. I wanted to read to you in Revelation chapter 1 where the chapter ends. And God said the mystery of the seven stars are are the seven angels. And the mystery of the seven Lampstands are the seven churches. Wow. That's God's primary concern. And he says, the seven stars, he must have them in his hand. There are many in the fivefold ministry. The Lord don't have them in his hand. Can I give you the three H words that starts with the H that a fivefold minister must be? He must be in the hand of Jesus, number one. Number two, Christ must be his head. He must always often go to headquarters and ask the Lord what must be done in this church. Not to other uh, sources, the head of the church. Sorry, the last one don't start with the AIDS. It's an L, the Lord's. Praise God. Hand, headship, and Lordship. Hallelujah. That is a man of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. There are too many that's out of hand. There are too many that don't follow the handbook. My God, he help us. And First Peter chapter 4 says, It's time for judgment to start from the house of God. And chapter 4 verse 7 says, Let's read it. Amen. Chapter 4 verse 7. Hallelujah. It says, The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be of sound judgment. And sober spirit for the purpose of prayer. Hallelujah. The time of all things is at hand. It's time for the church to close the door and close it on the world. And say it's time to seek the face of God. Amen. And it says to have sound judgment. Sober spirit. And then verse 5. Verse 8. Above all. Keep fervent in your love for one another because love covers a multitude of sins. Listen, this verse 8 is so important. Keep the unity of the body of Christ. I've never divorced myself from my brothers and sisters or the body of Christ. I'm welcoming all denominations. And even if they don't welcome, I love. And those who are born again are my brothers and sisters. We must be fervent in love. Hallelujah. And cover. Our love should cover a Man, even if I hear this man of God or some, my wife knows. If I come from meetings where I heard this happen <coughs> in the ministry of this brother or sister, even something bad uh, in a minister's life, 
My wife will hear about it maybe two months after that and she will tell herself, Edgar must know about this. But I never hurry home to, to share what happened in other people because it, it hurts me. I ask God, what can I learn from this? Amen. Because true love covers a multitude's a multitude of sin. Be hospitable to one another without complaint. Let me give you, I've got about 15 minutes. Let me run through those pictures. And please, you need to follow me very, very, very quickly. I don't have that I wish because this will take a lot of time and I need to move forward with our series on um, pictures, biblical pictures of the church that God wants. The kind of church. I give you four that's not on God. God is the, the first one is Luke chapter 13. Hallelujah. And can I call this for you? The, the, the church that's controlled by the spirit of the Antichrist. The church, Luke chapter 13. This is the woman that's bent down double. Amen. Bent down double. Looking down. She cannot even look up. This is why do I say a church controlled by the spirit of the Antichrist? Because the Bible, you know, you need to know the Bible is written for the spiritual man. Amen. For the man of God. The 18 is three times six. Six plus six is 12. And another six to it is 18. Do you hear me? Many people even follow my teaching and follow preaching just for notes for preaching. Understand? Okay? But that's the, the, the carnal man can do nothing of spiritual worth, even with spiritual books. You need to know that. You need to seek the face of God. You, the cross must first work in your own soul. When I speak about the cross, it means where your will and God's will cross. The cross must cut away your pride. The cross, you, it's your daily walk with God. Hallelujah. That the, the natural man dies every day to the purposes of God. Let me go. Do you have the triple six there? Okay. This woman is a type of the church. Let me run and show you because I have some notes here. Firstly, this woman looked downward. She cannot even look level to people's faces. She has her head in the ground. This is the church controlled by the Antichrist. Do you hear me? More materialistic, worldly bound, worried about things of this life than the life to come. Do you hear me? Praise God. Isn't this the generation we have today? To, to, uh, not looking up. The Bible says when these things happen, look up for your redemption draws nigh. But this woman could not look up. You, you understand? Amen. The triple six, 18 years, she was like this. Today through our laptops, we look down. With our phones, our iPhones, we look down. With our Facebook, we look down. With the computers, we look down. Everything, it's nothing wrong. God has placed these things there to be used to the glory of God. But it, if it causes you to become worldly and you're addicted, you are bent down. Okay, are you with me? What is Antichrist? Number two, 
It's a, a, a church and a people that's against the cross. Okay? You hardly hear they must take up their cross and suffer for the purpose of God. What is your cross? Where God's will and your will cross. That's your cross. Number three, not only against the cross, but against the anointing, the moving of the Holy Spirit. Because empty Christ means Christ anointed. Do you hear me? Anointed. It's a spirit that is against the anointing. That grieves the Holy Spirit. That don't allows the spirit to be Lord in the lives of people. We pronounce the benedictions every Sunday. May the, uh, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. But few lives in fellowship. Rather grieve the Holy Spirit. Lie to the Holy Spirit. Resist the Holy Spirit. That's the spirit of the Antichrist. Number four. Amen. It's a spirit that's against the Lordship of Christ. Amen. That is the Lord of a believer. Christ is either Lord of your life or not Lord at all. Number five, it replaced Jesus. Amen. Are you with me? Revelation chapter 3 verse 20. Jesus stood outside of the church knocking on the door and asked individuals to come. Can he come in? And not to have dinner or a, not to have breakfast or lunch, but to have sup with him. Sup means to come and relax at his feet. And number six, do you hear me? It's a six, six, six church because this woman was sick, disabled, some translations said. Infirm, a spirit. And see, number seven, there was demonic powers at work that Jesus said, loser. And you need to know in each of these four pictures I'm giving to you, Jesus himself came to turn things around. And in Luke chapter 13, you'll see what will turn it around. Jesus mentioned there the ox, number one, number two, the donkey. And number three, he said there, deliverance. And number four, repentance. And number five, lead to the water. Hallelujah. And number six, give Christ his rightful place. Can I tell you, the Lord says, every one of you, untie your ox, your donkey, lead him to the water. Just mention the three things in that church's uh, solution is an ox. In other words, proper Fivefold ministry, ox, and secondly, donkey mean intercessor. Amen. Who do who intercessors do the donkey work, as they would say, the the work that's that people don't like. They carry the the load, the weight, the hard labor, in an unseen place of the inner room, and the water is the Holy Spirit. Can I move quickly? To the next picture. John chapter 5. Can I call this church to you? It's a mega church. Where the, the, the believers lie sick. Around a pool. Okay. It's a church that's not a river. But a pool. But it's a mega church. Multitudes. John 5 says. Were lying around the pool. 
And let me hasten to say to you, the state number one, there were disabled people, lame people. There were blind and naked people. This, and why do I say it's a chance? How can you say that? Because there were five ports. There were five entrances. Jesus was speaking of a church where the fivefold ministers are, but they cannot bring the people out of their state, out of their blindness, their lameness, their sickness. And he only came for one day. You would have taken offense because that one made an effort. To get well. The others were at ease. In these mega places. I tell you people are at ease. And very happy with 59 minutes of church. And the preaching must be very short. And the cars are parked in such a way. When we finish we move. We go home. And maybe you see the believer over three weeks again. Submarine Christians. Mercy. Why do I speak like this? To tell you the Lord's heart is grieved. To tell you the shaking came with a purpose. But few are hearing even what the shaking is all about. More concern about what does the government say. We need to speak to the government. We need to speak to the social workers. We need to get this right. Get the house right. Get the church right to the glory of God. I'm pointing out. Amen. It's a pool, my brothers and sisters. It's not a river. There's no flow. It's a system that is over and over going on again, but going nowhere. Do you hear me? It's also a place. They wait for guest speakers. Uh, Better they come from overseas or out of our city, but not those who are around, you understand? Because we don't have respect for those The spirit of being familiar. Jesus was not recognized in his own hometown. He went with all that power to another place and Nazareth. And they were shocked what happened other place. But the spirit of being familiar is so powerful that it neutralized Jesus himself. It made his power of no effect. This is the disrespect even among men of God in our city. Man, the competition as, 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 as Peter and, and John ran to the uh, empty tune in competition. The younger uh, outsprung the older. And today it's like that. The young men are preaching like firing brands with very little substance. Sweating, jumping, going around. Can outsprint even the elder ones. Man. But they come at an empty tomb. It's when those two walk to the house of prayer. That they raise up a lame man. Hallelujah. When we walk together to the house of prayer. Not to an empty tomb. My Lord. I'm speaking about the pool. And I'm speaking about churches that wait for conferences. Special events. Special preachers. Because when the water is touched. It's when the angel comes. It's only that time. That there's a stirring. There's an excitement. There's a running around. There's a dress code. There's people are excited. But when everything is finished. There they go lie down again. And they're sick 
and weak state. This is the church. This is the modern church. This is the mega church. God is not against mega. But even the remnant will be mega. But in comparison with those who are in a backslidden state, it will be a few. The mega will be in a few. And the, when I speak of a remnant, I speak of, uh, to give you an example, what is a remnant? The 300 men of Gideon out of 32,000 that wanted to go to war at the beginning. But when they heard the qualification, the criteria, they went home. They say no. And as Derek Prince, my spiritual father, says, don't waste your time, says the Apostle Paul in Second Timothy chapter 3. He says, in the last days will be difficult times. Then he says, avoid such people. What kind of people? Because they will make Christianity difficult. And that word difficult, struggle. My Eric uh, Prince says the word you only find it when Jesus crossed over and met two men possessed by demons. They, the Bible says they were fierce. That's the only other place where you get the Greek word translated struggle and difficult. It's fierce time. In other words, heavy demonic opposition. Why? And who must we avoid? Lovers of self, lovers of money, lovers of pleasure. The church is outward pleasure, entertainment, but people full of themselves, egocentric, people full of pride. You don't tell me, you don't disturb me, you don't disturb my lifestyle. And lovers of money. I've seen prophets like Balaam, Balaam greedy for money. Greedy for money. How to get rich. Five points how to become a millionaire overnight. Bishop Dag says most preachers today must be bank managers. Paul says, why does he say avoid? We love many times such people more than God loves them. God says avoid them. Avoid means they sucking up your time. They will never change. They won't change. Do you hear me? And let me say to you, let me rush to go to the third picture. Third picture is very even harder. It's even very, it's not nice to, 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 to swallow. John chapter 4, it's the church abused by the fivefold ministers. A church abused for their own benefits. By the fivefold, how do I say it? John 4 speaks of the Samaritan woman. And the Bible says, the Samaritan woman, I'm, exp I'm explaining to you what the Bible and Jesus wanted to say through that. Because the Samaritan woman is a type of the church. The church is made up of mixed people. White, black, yellow, poor, rich. People from different belief systems, Muslims. Uh, Hindus, Buddhists, people from all nations. It's like the Samaritans. And she said, when Jesus said to her, where's your husband? She said, I had five. Not six, not seven. I had five. It's the church. Jesus asked her that question. And she said to the Lord Jesus, I had five. It's a church that had five husbands. The five Old ministers. Do you hear me? 
She said, I'm living with the sixth one. I'm not going to get married. Is the church disappointed in the fivefold ministers? And the sixth one is humanistic. The sixth one is I'm in full control of myself. I'm not going to commit myself to a church. I'm not going to marry anybody. I'm just visiting. No commitment at all. Why my brother? Why my sister? Because they have taken out of me what they wanted. To make them rich, to make them comfortable, to make them happy. Wow. She drank also out of the wrong well, the well of Jacob. Jacob speak of deceit. She was at a place of deceit, supplanting, stealing, scheming, drinking out of a wrong well. And she was also racist. She said, you a Jew. I'm a Samaritan. Do you see the race problem in America? Do you see racism in the church in South Africa? Blacks and coloreds and whites and all of that. Even the Hindus, the Indians and all of that. This is the church today. Give me five more minutes, my brothers and sisters. This is the church today. Do you hear me? Where do you get this? This come by revelation. I shared this one day with one of our leaders in our networks. He said to me, Edgar, wow, I cannot believe it. What you see in the word of God. I've seen, I show you the church around the pool. I've shown you the church under Antichrist rule. I'm busy now in John 4, the church abused by the fivefold ministers, getting rich. Look at the state of the church. You want to say a thing, a fish rot from its head. This is the state of the church. My brothers and sisters, I'm telling you the godly truth. I'm fearing the Lord and I'm not speaking down. I'm speaking on my knees and fear. What is going on? And it's also a church in Thai Israel. Jesus had to warn her and tell the Samaritan woman, you need to know salvation is of the Jews. John chapter 4. And then he corrected her because she wanted to know where must we worship then? Hey, he said, it's not a matter of where God seek for true worshipers. They are rare because the worship that comes from many churches is full of leaven. You cannot have offerings full of leaven. Leaven speaks of the flesh, of carnality. Hey, full of leaven, God rejected. It cannot ascend unto God. Priest must not wear wool. Must not wear wool. They must wear linen. That's what Ezekiel chapter 9 says. The man that went around to mark the remnant, he was clothed with linen. With linen. Linen speaks of things that don't make you sweaty. It's costly. Surprise, but wool brings sweat, sweaty preaching. I'm also sweating. I mean hard labor, but not driven by the spirit of the living God. And then Jesus corrected his disciples when they returned. 
He said, you say, it's a church that don't do evangelism. Don't do evangelism. Jesus said to them, are you shocked that I'm speaking to a woman? He says, the fields are white unto harvest. You come and tell me, no, there's still time. He says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Is that the the heart of ministers? The food must be to do the will of him who sent us. And to do his work, not your work, his work. Let me hasten to the last picture. And I've got five more minutes if you have grace. To listen. Because we've locked down. We don't have time for other things. But I need to consider some other things. Okay. Do do we turn to the fourth picture. Amen. John chapter 2. It's where Jesus turned water into wine. Let me hasten to say to you. This is a type of the church. Because this was a wedding. And it was his first miracle. Because first on Jesus' heart, just like the Bible opened first of all with the marriage, Adam and Eve. So his first miracle was at a wedding. Because this is Christ's heartbeat, the church of the living God. But this wedding, it's like the church, it ran out of cheap wine. Hey, watered down wine. Do you hear me? Energy of the flesh. Joys of the flesh. Do you hear me? And the wine is of inferior well value. But they're happy with that. Do you hear me? Wow. And not only are they happy. They ran out of it. And it was an embarrassing situation. The church is an embarrassing state. I tell you. Because to be at a wedding and there's no wine. But luckily number two. Number three, they've invited Jesus. The church need to invite Jesus and give him his rightful place. And not only him, but his disciples, not members. Hey, a higher caliber. We greet in our church members, disciples, and then soldiers. Hallelujah. They invited Jesus and they invited The mother of Jesus. Can I tell you who is the mother of Jesus? Is the church. The church is the mother. The history of the church. Is our mother. We must learn from the history of the church. What happened in Azusa Street? What happened on the day of Pentecost? What brought the church down? Jesus' mother became concerned. I tell you, the history of the church tells the church this is inferior wine. The history, the mother of the church tells the church whatever Jesus tells you, just do it. Just obey. Give him his headship, his lordship back. And just obey what he tells you. To the glory of God. I'm going to end in three minutes time. Hallelujah. Praise God. And then when they obeyed him. They took six water pots. Hallelujah. And the six tells you. They've come to the end of themselves. They want to move into the seventh day. They want to move 
into the purposes of God. They wanted to move into the delight of God. Because the Bible, when the Bible says, and God rests, it doesn't mean he was tired. It means he delighted himself in his work. What will bring Christ, God, to delight? Jesus was God's delight. When the Holy Spirit came upon him, a voice came from heaven and said, This is my beloved Son, in whom is all my delight. Hallelujah. And I'm going to end with Nathaniel, that is the delight of God, and leave the last picture for next week. Hallelujah. Please don't miss the series. I'm preaching a serious series on a Tuesday on the church. On a Thursday coming, I preach on spiritual warfare, the kingship. And on Sunday morning, the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. But let me conclude this tonight. Hallelujah. Six, come to the end of yourself. Number two, listen to the history of the church. Number three, obey the Lord Jesus, whatever he tells you. Number four, Pour in water of the Holy Spirit. Let us get tongue speakers in our houses. Amen. At home, closing the door, being priests. Paul says, I speak in tongues more than you all. Drinking of the water. As John 7, Jesus said, on the last day of the Jewish religious feast, he saw they were so dry. He said, if anyone is thirsty... Come to me and drink from your innermost being. Your spirit man shall flow rivers of living waters. And this he spoke of the Holy Spirit. And wait until the water turn into wine. And when the head waiter or uh, the MC, which is, they should be the pastors. When you taste that, why? You will say, oh my Lord, this is of a higher class. We were all the time drinking cheap, degrading, watered down wine. My brother and sister, and to change water to wine is a long process. Glory, the Bible says he revealed his glory. And glory means the time factor is taken out of the process. The process is even removed from water to wine. It's instant. It's quick. We are waiting for the church to enter that state of the glory. What is the glory of God? The manifest presence of the living God. I'm closing with the other picture. Chapter 1 of John. The positive picture of Nathaniel. Why do I say it's a picture of the church? Because it speaks of angels ascending and descending. And Jesus through that was pointing to Genesis 28. Please read it. Because that is what the house of God Bethel should be. The L speaks of God like Daniel. Amen. Amen. It speaks of God in being in charts. The Bible says Jacob saw angels ascending and descending. Not descending first, ascending. 
Because God in Matthew, 20, uh, Matthew 16 and verse 18 says, Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. A true church where the kingdom is, where the king governs, where this kingship, they take the initiative and they govern from the earth. Heaven waits because Jesus said, What you allow on earth, Heaven will allow Matthew 16 and 18. What you disallow on earth will be disallowed in heaven. Our problem is not the government. Our problem and God's problem is his church. And I'm closing. How did Nathaniel qualify it? Nathaniel means gift of God. We need children of God that are gifts from God. To the church like Nathaniel. Number two. That's the meaning of his name. Number two. He was without guile. Without deceit. Upright. Not perfect. But upright. That draws the presence of God. Number three. The Bible says of Nathaniel. He is a true Israelite. It means he moved from being a Jacob a deceiver. To be an Israelite. Which means a prince. With God. Hallelujah. This is the church the Lord is waiting for. And number four. There were angelic activity. In the church. We are waiting for the angel armies. To join the church. But they won't join. If we don't qualify. And take the good. And judge the things that I preach in the church. And raise up a remnant to the glory of God. And the angels ascend and descend. You find it everywhere in scripture. First they ascend because earth governs heaven. Hallelujah. The bride has made herself ready. Hallelujah. And Jesus said to Nathaniel. Greater things you will see. Because Jesus manifest the gifts of the Spirit. And he said to Nathaniel, I've seen you when you were sitting under the fig tree. Through a word of knowledge. May God bless you. Please pray this prayer with me to the glory of God. Heavenly Father, I give to you my life in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me to be marked by your Holy Spirit and my for it because I mourn for your church. I am grieved. I will intercede for your church. I am in supplication for your concerns. Your love is your church. Heavenly Father, I give my life to you, Lord Jesus. I submit myself to you. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to be a child of yours. I repent of my sin. I turn from this wicked world. I turn away from Satan. I turn from Christendom. I ask you, Lord Jesus. 
forgive me all my sins and wash me in your blood. Thank you for saving me. And now, Lord Jesus Christ, write my name in the scroll because I want to become a priest unto God so that I can move higher into the prophetic and become a king, a governor in the earth on God's behalf. Bless your church in Jesus' name. Receive this prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Lord bless you. The Lord God's over you. And please join with me as a man of God. That we go on our knees, even lie in our beds, even wash up the dishes. And move everywhere and drive around in our cars, praying and interceding. For the church of the living God, especially for the fivefold ministers. Father, I pray your anointing of intercession and supplication over your people. Forgive me, Heavenly Father, if I were judgmental, was the preaching in the precious blood of Jesus, but use it to your glory and bless everyone who were tuned in tonight. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the God of Abram, Isaac, and Jacob, he bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey,